Greetings and salutations, gamers. Welcome to Cast Co-op, the podcast in which three podcast hosts cast together. I am one of your hosts, Luke Lore, the insipid ghost and host of the Xbox Expansion Pass, joined by my big brother and yours, the leader of season gaming, nay, the guy who apparently has kicked me off BitCast for reasons unknown, <laughs> which I'm very interested to find out about, Mr. Ainsley Bowden. Wow. Hello, sir. Good morning. And afternoon and evening, depending on when you're listening to this, I expected a much more upbeat intro from you after the pre-show. You kicked me off BitCast two seconds before we started. I did not kick you off. We're not even recording BitCast right now, but did you fix the garage is the important question. Yeah, did you? you Are the dishes done, Luke? The dishes are done. I fixed okay. the garage. I'm in trouble. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> Not having What's going it. on, everyone? Just be on vacation. <laughs> oh, man. Good to be here. I'm looking forward to this. Um, yeah, man. Our last show, we only got a few days before Christmas, a few days over the holidays here. Last show of 2022, talking about big games of 2023. 2023 looks like it's going to be nuts. Yep. So I'm looking forward to chatting about it with you fine fellas. Luke, that's that's the okay, part where you thanks. intro me in. Well, no, I just I was like, is he gonna say more? Do I want to even talk to him now? I'm upset with him. Uh, like, I got you. You're pregnant upset with me. I didn't even do anything. Well, we the silent treatment on podcasts of- is not going to be great. <laughs> what pregnant pauses are bad for airtime? Uh, we're also joined by the host of a trophy room, the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast. The man who has stewarded his Game of the Year awards to a standstill. The man who lost in Fantasy Critic to Carpool Gaming and the Xbox Drive. Mr. Joseph Moran, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit. Hello, sir. It's been rigged. Fr- First off, the Fantasy League has been rigged from the start, from the get uh, Joe, you talked crap all yeah, year. Crap. And you <laughs> told us really you had this in the bag. You said I've this been was game over. I've been nothing but humble. I've been like I, you know, I, I've been nothing but sincere. You know, I, I, I've been, you know, like a team player. Mm-hmm. I've nothing but kind words for the other, you know, people. But they decided to cheat. Mm-hmm. They just decided to rig the whole thing. So, like from the get go, it's been. So a, we need a recap. A yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, there are reviewers out there that Sean Capri and his his goons have hired. Mm-hmm. to bomb our games you know bomb the Kaliso protocol mm-hmm. right bomb pokemon whatever the colors are this year you know and and, and just colors? give you know river city girls an 80 when it deserves probably a 74 because that means we'd win so mm-hmm. Oof. i don't know man there's just Oof. there's a lot of and, and here's the thing i'm not bringing these these things into question people have been telling me these things people that I've never even met before are telling many me many people from what I hear. Many people are so, saying dude, the be best, su- the, the best dude, people. Honestly, lines of folks. They're they're queued up, as it were, for mm-hmm. the people in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. And here's the thing: democracy is at stake here. Because <laughs> yeah, the trophy room awards are happening. They're mm-hmm. going rather well. We're seeing studios celebrate their games. People said on Twitter that that wouldn't happen, that they don't care about this. Uh, and then we're seeing developers. You know, we saw, um, was it uh, Josh Sawyer from Pentiment, like, give us a shout out and all that stuff. Nice. Really awesome. You know, Christopher Judge getting in it. Um, the actress that plays Freya really getting into it. Um, so I love Is Christopher love Judge still it. typing. He is still typing. Um, he's okay. waiting for Elon to drop the 4,000 limit so he can write a couple of tweets 
And, uh, <laughs> but listen, we need your help. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to self-promote right here right now because, and I don't think you'd mind, um, because Elden Ring is in danger. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you guys. Elden Ring's getting stomped in our game of the year. Uh, uh, by what? Uh, I mean, by God of War Ragnarok, but also. It's a, it's a Sony show, you know. But all, No, no, no. But here's the, here's the tricky thing. Team, uh, okay. Asobo Studios all, always, every time they drop a game and it's in one of our awards, they do go hard for us. So Plague Tale Requiem is in some spots with Elden Ring, and Plague Tale is wiping the floor. So again, we need democracy to prevail because I already know where Kyle's going to lean. You know, so I'm in some uh, indie game that made him cry. Yep. Exactly. Right. It's, it's something, <laughs> something. You know, a, a a star story or something, right? So we need, we need a good, you know, balance. I need legitimacy in this award. So, you know, if Elden Ring, the only choice. It's real. So I'm doing great. If Elden Ring's not winning your game of the year, you don't have a real award show. It's not even <laughs> close this year. It's it's, it's, it's not even it's not even close. It's really not. It's, it's like God yeah. War is great and all. Like Elden Ring is like a cultural moment in in, yep. in games. Yeah, Elden yeah, Ring is up industry. there with Witcher yeah. Three and Metal Gear Solid and some of those like special special games. It's funny sure. because like you say Metal Gear Solid, and I'm one of those who's not even a huge Metal Gear Solid fan, but I can recognize the impact Metal Gear Solid, especially mm-hmm. the original and mm-hmm. two for and four, kind of mm-hmm. had on the gaming industry. And it's like at some point you can say it's not my favorite game, right? But it's game of the year. Like there's yeah. just no debate yeah. to be had. You know what I mean? And and I think that's what people need to do with Elden Ring, even though it is my favorite game. I'm biased, but yeah. I mean, come on. It, well, it's not a debate. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I think it's clear as day it's Elden Ring. But is that how you go about it, Ains, when you're thinking of game of the year? Is it like, oh, this is the game I had fun with the most, but like this is the game that for the moment, you know, this is this is going to Yo. I have I have it it's really tough actually like we Push did, the industry forward. Yeah, yeah we did because you guys are doing fan vote and I think that's awesome and it gets well we're you doing a lot of... we're doing a little bit of like it's like the electoral college. Okay. <laughs> so there so it's is broken. Some, it, yeah, it's a bit broken. <laughs> Lindsey Graham likes to cry about it from time to time. Um getting some calls from some random sources about like where I could find certain votes. Uh but like the audience has one vote, I have one vote, and Kyle has one vote. So that's how it, it kind of goes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah. kind of like the game awards in, in a way. Yeah. Uh, well, some of their awards, I guess you could say. Um yeah, it's weird. We did we did uh official season gaming uh awards a couple years back and we kind of faced the same trouble because what we did was we had I want to say 12 people at SG at the time and we did everyone at SG gets a vote um and all of our votes were equal obviously um but because the problem we had and Travis has talked about this a lot is that not all of the 12 played all of the games that would be eligible for certain awards right so then it's like, well, how do they vote? Do they vote? If they don't vote, then you've got like an award that only has like four votes. Um, so it just makes it complicated. So we don't even do awards anymore. We're doing an article on every contributor's writing about their favorite games. Um, gotcha. But there's, I don't think there's any foolproof way to do it. I think the way you guys are doing it is awesome. Um, but it's there's always going to be some sort of debate. And that's the thing too. Like the, from what I've seen, 
you know, a lot of criticism I've thrown at Jessway, a lot of people have thrown Jessway of how it's been handled and who's, you know, who's getting nominated or whatever. It's really interesting to note, like, there are some categories. Um, like, I'll just say it, like, we didn't promote Stray much on our award show, but where North Stray TV. is, Stray's doing really well. And that's, and that's surprising me because we're not, we're, we're not pushing it like the way that, you would, you know, we would on a, like a, a, a an indie that you may have missed, right? Like a nobody saves the world, um, like it's not in our game of the year list at all. Uh, but where it's doing, it's doing great. And so I think I feel like there is a little bit of truth to like some of Jeff's awards because seeing how our award show is going, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, hmm. I could see why he did it this way, though I prefer our way much more. Yeah, it's just tough. There's no there's no silver bullet. Like if there was, right, all the outlets and Jeff and everyone else would do it. Um, yeah. There's just no silver bullet to the way to do it. So G-Man says in the chat, and, and chat, what's up, man? Nearly 30 of you already here already. Excuse me. Good to see everyone. Uh, hope your holiday season's going well. Um, G-Man says, is game of the year your favorite game of the year? Or is it the most like, iconic game that came out that year? And it's like... Those are the questions that we ask. It's like, is it your favorite? Is it the most critically rated? Is it the one that had the biggest impact? Is it the one that most people played? Um, you know, there's all kinds of different metrics that you can think about game of the year. Yeah, and I, and I feel like sometimes it just goes off of like a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I'm sorry. Luke, yeah, go, I think it's a mix. Yeah. Well, I'd say like I often when I'm having discussions, I think of the the best game of the year as the game of the year. And then I have my game of the year. Yeah, favorite should be different from game of the year, in my opinion. Agree, agree. Yeah. Um, do you guys? So, just so happens. And, sorry, Luke. I was just gonna say, just so happens this year, it happens to be the same game. But sure, sometimes it is. I yeah. like when it is because then I feel like part of the zeitgeist. One thing I don't like about being a content <laughs> creator and not uh, agreeing with the masses is the amount of flack you get. It's just like, and I won't change my opinion because of the flack ever. But like, it's nice when when after being like this, Ains, you and I both are pretty affectionate towards uh, Anthem. You know, when you yeah. get dumped on for Anthem and like, I don't want to get dumped on for thinking what I think about Ragnarok or something like sometimes that's, that's just an exhausting conversation. I mean, Anthem was clear game of the year, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that soundtrack. God, that's such a good song. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you said something at the top of the show when you were kind of discussing Metal Gear Solid about like, yeah, those those games that have the impact uh, mm-hmm. on the industry or whatnot, but they weren't necessarily ones that you were into or played. Yeah. Um, for me, that's Mario 64. I never liked Mario 64 Oof. to the, to date. I still don't like Mario 64. Really? Wow. And I like 3d mascot platforms. I like Spyro. I like crash. I liked, uh, uh, a lot of the, the newer Mario 3d ones. I liked those Mario did 64. You, I never liked. Did you play it at launch day one when it came out? No, I did not have a 64. I would play it at like a friend's house kind of thing. Um, and oh, so you not- did play it when it came out. You just didn't have it. Maybe not like day one kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and I, okay. hard to tell um, exactly when it was, but it, you know during its heyday, I did play it. Uh, but I think it's because I was playing at a friend's house. That game is not a pick up and play style game in the same way that the others are: two D side scroll, run, jump, bounce on things, shoot stuff. It's a little bit slower paced, and you have to learn new controls. Um, and I just don't think it clicked for me at the time because I was using dual analogs on the DualShock. So mm. I think that's what it was. I'm not sure. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I Mario 64, Mario. I, I have an old habit of saying Mario, and everyone gives me shit for it. Um, like Chris Mario Brown 60, that. 
<laughs> Mario 64 <laughs> is one of those games, in my opinion, that is uh, one of the most important video games of all time. Um, I, I still think I genuinely believe it. I, I'm not alone in this, but uh, I agree with that, you. That Banjo-Kazooie is a better game. Um, the original uh, over Mario 64. But Mario 64, when you first turn that on and they took not only Mario, but basically kind of core platformers to 3D and you looked around that world, uh, it was revolutionary. It was one yeah. of those moments in gaming that has not been, is rare, very rarely replicated. Um, and that game is just, yeah, it's just historic for that reason. It's, it's not my favorite 3D platformer either, Luke. Um, like mm -hmm. I said, I like Banjo better. There's other ones I could probably call out, but... In terms of impact in 96, I don't know what the hell else came out in 96, but mm -hmm. I mean, I can't think of anything that would be more impactful than Mario 64. I thought uh, Spyro was pretty, pretty good for a 3D platformer. It was. It didn't, it didn't have the, the, the impact, whatnot. No, not it's, even um, close. As and there's been, like no respect put on Gex the Gecko. None. I loved Gex. I loved Gex. that. that about Blinks, fun. man. Come on. I never, uh, played, Blinks. I never, never played, Blinks. played Blinks. It wasn't no. very good, but you know, was it not? You know, Phil you know, Spencer was an engineer on it. As I've, that's well. kind of cool. I did not know that. Um, one of the things that's kind of neat about as I've been going down, I know I've talked with both of you about enjoying Sonic Frontiers and then kind of going down a rabbit hole of Sega stuff. Yeah. Like I downloaded Nights into Dreams today, um, just to revisit and just to study like the impact of games and systems. And Sega's got this crazy weird history of all these. Travis or tragic failures and travesties, but also some really cool stuff came out of it. And 3D graphics is kind of that era. So I've been seeing a lot of Mario 64 next to Gex, next to uh, that's Spyro, cool. Next, to, it's been a neat, fun, fun look through. And I'm gonna play Nights into Dreams next, just just to just to enjoy, wow. not to finish always, but just to see the 3D impact of gaming. Then I wonder how that stands up because Knights was um, Knights was a pretty big game at the time too. I want to say that was '95. I'm going off of memory here, um, but for the Saturn, and they they even created, if you don't remember, they created a new Saturn controller for Knights mm -hmm. um, to play that game, and uh, it was it was super highly rated that game. But yeah, y'all are making me want to go to an old retro store right now, dude. I love those stores. I'm old, yeah. so I, of course I do. But I love those stores. Nothing makes me happier than walking around an old video game store, man. Hot damn! Yeah, because like I'm thinking about like my games, uh, games of the year past, and it's funny because like you go, you, know, you start going like I think the 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 latest one I could remember like would be like I loved Overwatch too. Like that was my game of the year that year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Overwatch even over like two. What? what I'm sorry, what? Overwatch. Sorry. <laughs> my brain it's not working it's, remember i just uh, got all i'm 20, sick I'm uh, 2016 okay 2016, 2016 overwatch yeah. uh, like i loved doom i enjoyed uh, uncharted 4 but like overwatch was the thing that consumed me that that year and so to okay. me i feel like that was the last game of the year where it's just like solely because i love it so much this is the game of the year but i think after that i i think of like impact for what the game is is doing or, or setting for you know games to come that's mm -hmm. always in my mind my my mind's eye when i also think of like what is the thing i've enjoyed the most so it's like this weird balance it's mm -hmm. not like 50 50 or even 60 you know 40 but it's mm -hmm. it's always in my mind's eye of like you know like i love god of war ragnarok and i think one of the things that it had against it was like because it's a sequel it didn't do anything quote unquote new uh and and elden ring had that that moment but i think what elden ring really has done is just turned 
something that is known for us, but not into the the popular, you know, the 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 the, the regular consumer um, of turning from software pretty damn mainstream and showing them what what this game is capable of and and really being the other template next to the witcher when people are going to be designing their open world of like so do we want an elder ring open world or we want a witcher open world that type of stuff so that's what i kind of i think about now when i'm like trying to pick what is the game that defined this year and i just i don't know it's elden ring yeah it's elden ring can you imagine like i know they have an armored core coming next year which I'm excited for. I'm sure a lot of people are, but can you imagine whenever they announce their next Soulsborne game, yeah. that yeah. game is going to immediately blow up. Yeah. I mean, just based on Elden Ring, Souls 3, Bloodborne. I mean, they already had that reputation for us, Joe, but it, as you rightly pointed out, Elden Ring took it to that next level where so many more people are now aware of Elden Ring, and Elden Ring was their first Souls experience. I, I can, If I can count personally, like several people who went through Elden Ring, I think Luke you included yeah. uh, as kind of your first kind of big souls experience, right? Yes. And it was okay. my most played game this year. Yeah, uh, like so exactly. And, and that's the same for Mo. That's the same for uh, a lot of people we talk to in this community. Like, and we saw how well it sold, how big it is on Twitch, even today, nearly a year later. Um, I mean, it's just, it's everything. And I think whenever they come out and Miyazaki makes that announcement, they do that teaser trailer, which they're so good at. It's going to just drop the world. They're at that level now where I think it's going to stop things. I mean, e- even with the, the, what is it, the Armored Core game, like, you know, I, I was right there with, I think, Vati Video. It was just like, I've never been like a Armored Core guy, but like, I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just... It's like everything from Touches right now is gold. You know what yeah, I mean? So like... Until they prove us otherwise, uh, exactly. it's going to be gold. Uh, let me yeah. shout out, guys, if you don't mind, we got a new channel member, Giselle. Oh. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Good to see you out here yeah. hanging out with us tonight. What's Thank up, you dude? For, uh, Thank you for supporting Season Gaming. Thank you. Uh, that said, Luke, do you mind if I steer the ship tonight? Since uh, you know, I you know, I saw the thumbnail. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. We got a great question oh. here, guys. Oh, oh, okay. From Robert Stanley. Great question. Sorry for the uh, shift on the the, the way streaming uh, does you? this frame here. You know, there you go. What do you guys think? More? Uh, do you think they go back to a more Souls Three, Bloodborne type level design, or do you think they're always open world now that Elden Ring was such a big hit? Uh, uh, that's such a great question. I think they are going to vary their projects. I mean, they've got Armored Core there, but there's probably multiple teams working. I would be willing to bet they have. If I had to guess, I have no knowledge, but like two Souls teams right now, uh, or two projects kind of working in conjunction. Uh, yeah, and it's probably just. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and without a doubt, they're going to use that world of Elden Ring, uh, and that that open world facet again. Like, there's no way they go back from that. That might m- mean that their primary team works on that, and then they've got another team that that does something else. But I don't see a world where they don't return to an open world Agreed. franchise again. Agree. Yeah. I agree. I- Go for nope, it. Go, Luke. Go, or go, 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 Joe. Go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they, they usually do that. They they have like two teams sort of working in parallel, helping each other out. Uh, I know the director of Sekiro is making, uh, or one of the, the leads of Sekiro is, is directing Armored Core. So it's not Miyazaki, but Miyazaki is producing it while Miyazaki's probably working on an Elden Ring uh, DLC or just straight up sequel. Um, so I yeah I think it's whatever Miyazaki kind of wants to do they're gonna do it. 
even if yeah, like I think he's at that point care. right now. Yeah. He is the president. He is the guy who took them from. So if you don't know, and I won't stay on this for long, I promise. If you don't know Miyazaki, right? Like, obviously, he's the director of all the games we're talking about um, that really brought from to the forefront. But uh, Demon's Souls, the original in PS3, was in trouble when that game was in development. And Miyazaki was a young employee at From Software. And they, they had some ideas around what the game could be, which he came in late into development and helped to implement. And basically that created the foundation for what the Souls formula would be, which of course was fully realized in Dark Souls. Um, and we have, the rest is history, right? So um, I think that, uh, I think exactly what these guys said. I think uh, the, the director of Sekiro is doing uh, Armored Core. Uh, they already know that Elden Ring expansion is coming. I mean, you have to, right, at this point. Yeah. But I think, to Luke's point, you can have multiple projects. Because let's not forget Sekiro itself, which was Soul's formula, but kind of modified to be more of a direct campaign with skills and things. It Action. won Game of the Year, too. Yeah, You know what I mean? So I don't. I, I think they can kind of do this, this formula over here that takes some Soul stuff, but is more of a... Um, an action kind of uh, uh, a skills based game that more people are familiar with uh, while also doing other things in parallel to Luke's point. So I'm just excited, whatever the hell they make, I just want to play it. Yeah. So they've yeah. earned, they've earned my dollar. No doubt. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. Cause I was even thinking about it. I was like, <laughs> man, like four out of my top 10 games of all time, they're all from software games. <laughs> like this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think I think for me, Elden Ring and Souls Three are up there. I don't know if Bloodborne and sorry, Joe, I'll apologize ahead of time. Okay. I don't know if Bloodborne's top ten, but it's it's an amazing game, so it's up there somewhere. How dare you not share my same exact feelings about a video game? <laughs> I have how a number of say. questions. How dare you? <laughs> First one. How, uh, how dare you, uh, guys? I got a I got a question for you guys. Have you, have you seen this? Have you heard yes, about this? this shit, of the show? I'm ready. Yeah, okay. I was already kicked off Bitcast, so I'm offended. Yeah, no, I I got it. I mean, Roger you make one out. joke to a friend, and he yep. just gets his panties in a bunch. You yeah. see what happens? Oof. Oof. <laughs> I just get worried. You know, I get worried for Luke. Panties is a funny word. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. I don't know. Oh God! Listen, everybody's doing their predictions for the end of the year. Yeah, I want to know, you know, our hopes, our dreams, our fears for the big three. That is Xbox, Nintendo, and uh, that PlayStation's uh, that I've heard so much about. Oh, wait, no, it's just two, right? Because PlayStation's dead. All oh, right, PlayStation's. Well, also, I think you know what Xbox is also dead. Remember? Oh, that's true. Yeah, they yeah. failed. FTC they, killed them. I heard. Right, because because of high on life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Promoting yeah. drugs. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know where, which one you want to start off with first guys. Do you want to be the ultimate pessimist? I think maybe, maybe we should, I think maybe we should start with Nintendo. And I think the first question I have for Nintendo before uh, we have like one of our, our hopes for Nintendo in 2023 is, um, you know, I heard a lot about the Nintendo switch. Is it showing its age? Yes. Does it need a new hardware yes but will we get new hardware that's the question luke what do you think man are we getting are we getting nintendo hardware new nintendo hardware in 2023 and is it a direct sequel to the nintendo switch take it away 
Yeah, who knows, man? Like, who knows? <laughs> you can go out there. You can... Sony's got PSVR 2. That means they're probably going to have this. Okay, they're going to play in this far out. Okay, Xbox needs a refresh at this point. Nintendo's over there with glue in hand, yeah. uh, tasting, smelling, <laughs> uh, picking up old games, re-release this. This will be fun. Yeah. Uh, ignoring their entire virtual console, ignoring everything that we can't play on the Wii. Um, I don't know it. You know what? I, hard yes, we're getting new Nintendo hardware. It is a direct sequel, but it's going to have something dumb in it. Like it's not going to have a volume button, or you got to <laughs> sign up. Uh, you it uses micro game. USB. Yeah, yeah. Your kids, <laughs> your firstborn child's middle name has to be Mario, or you can't play online or something. Yeah. Uh, God, they're such they're so difficult to predict. You know. Yeah. Crazy. That's... I. It's baffling. Like. Think think about the Switch, right? It's it's on pace to be the best selling console of all time. It, it could top the PS2 potentially. We'll see. Um, but to, to Luke's point, like that, they debuted the Switch with saying app support was coming. It's six years later. When the hell did the Switch come out? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. It's yeah. it's coming up on six years later. There's still no app support. I mean, there's a couple, but not like they said. Uh, Nintendo Online's a joke. The the virtual console that they removed from the Wii U's never been replaced. Um, I mean, it's just it's baffling to me the the success of that console. To your to your original question, I don't know, man. I I I've been saying there's a Switch Pro coming for like two years. So at this point, I'm kind of tired. I can tell you that their fiscal reporting shows a downturn in revenue in 2023. Okay. Um, so that would lead me to think that we're not seeing new hardware next year because if you oh, were really? If you had obviously hardware is planned years in advance, right? If you knew you were going to release hardware in 2023, um, it would show in your financial kind of uh, forecasting. Unless they plan to release it at the tail end of next year, once they're out of fiscal, in their, once they're into fiscal 2024. Sorry, I'm getting business on, yeah, it. but um, I appreciate it. Just it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, I, the Steam Deck has proven that the Switch is incredibly dated um and i i don't know why we're still dealing with it, yet it's still the best-selling console every month if you are if you're nintendo and you're producing something that costs 150 bucks to make i'm making this up but 150 bucks to make you're selling them faster than your competition almost combined can keep up with you um they're easy to produce because the tech is old and nobody wants it anymore it's cheap you're making money hand over fist why do you change but it's yeah. the same argument you made on Bitcast this week um, that he kicked me off of. Uh, where, like, why would Sony change their One formula? One more comment. And, You're going for good. It's a permanent ban. <laughs> Damn, Elon. Look at you. He's not a New York yeah, Times you, reporter. You Let's chose, slow it down. I thought you chose freedom. Uh, just, yeah. just Dude, I paid 44 cents for season gaming, damn it. And Let's, I will do know, what I want with it. Let's put up a poll. Should Ain step down from season yeah. game? He'll abide well, I, by the decision. Put it, put, it in the, put it in the YouTube chat. Yeah. Put it, put it the, He'll yeah, abide by the decision. Yeah. He will abide by, <laughs> by the um, decision. I lost my question. Oh, yeah. you, you made a comment on BitCast, uh, which you kicked me off of, um, where basically God of War... Uh, why would Sony change their behavior? Because we noted that God of War needed an oh. editor, just like yeah. Last of Us Two remake or Last of Us Two did. Yeah, stand by that wholeheartedly. And your point was, why would Sony change? The feedback is they sell out copy after copy. People demand more. People tweet about. People talk about. Why change their behavior? 
And on from a business side, good point. Why would Nintendo change its behavior? I would be so in, boys, if they if my purchases I was was confident it would carry over from one platform to the next. I had so many digital games on Wii U, uh, and digital games on the Virtual Console, and I own some digital games on my Switch, but they don't carry forward. And that's mm. very frustrating. I think I'm over that where I can log in on my phone and play my Xbox. Yeah. So I'm done with, with stuff not carrying forward. That's going to be a big factor for me and whatever Nintendo does next. Are we doing a switch poll? Cause we need to, I'm on, I'm on it. Sorry. Yeah, um, please, yeah. By the way, uh, but why offer you your games and virtual console when they can just make you rebuy the games for full price? That's the thing. I'm done doing that, <laughs> but people are still doing it. And I think it's people that are buying it for their kids half the time. You know, mm. I think, I mean, why else would you keep doing it? I now have a retro pie over there for the stuff I can't like buy legally anymore. Cause, cause game preservation sucks and that stinks. You know, let me keep my catalog and stay with a legacy console. I want that. That's something I feel is I deserve to have. And the gamers and the developers and everybody involved deserves to have. We do too little for game preservation. Nintendo is the main okay. culprit. They've got the best, they've got the best back catalog, you know? It's Absolutely. Just, it's frustrating. I uh it's super frustrating. Sorry, Joe. We keep doing this. Yeah, okay. Um damn it, I forget what I was gonna I want say. To, I want to now see the 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 poll. Oh wow. I, 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 I can't see the results because I haven't voted. I, I'm trying 31 to 69 at the moment. No, no, you vote. You vote. Um, I gotta tell you guys from the 13 people, 14 people now that have voted, um, yeah. don't forget the things this man has said. That's right. Okay. Don't forget the things this man has done. All right. He was there on January 6th fighting. For oh, you. my God. This again. <laughs> I like how this has become a bit. <laughs> how has that become a bit on cast? Go off. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just um, saying. Uh, fighting for but, you. <laughs> but, I, but did you guys? That's why I remember now. So you're talking about game preservation and how yeah. Nintendo handles their uh, virtual console. And I agree with all of it. Um, did you guys do the uh, Nintendo version of the 2022 year wrap like PlayStation did? No. they had one they I had don't think one. i turned it yes. on so i don't think i turned this, on this is not a joke and and it's weird because i have the switch uh i played mario maker i did some reviews for some switch hardware and stuff literally i played two games on the switch this year and you know how it counts playtime. Mm-hmm. it's it wasn't a number it said mm-hmm. a little time <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i don't think you can get lower than that like yeah. and, and i think to your point like it's not even that I don't want to play games because I actually bought the uh, 3D Mario and Bowser's Fury combo, uh, Mario Maker 2. There's a couple things uh, I was really interested in playing on the Switch. I still need to buy Mario and Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, um, mm-hmm. and Kirby. Like I want to play all these things, but I'm I'm so annoyed mentally with where Nintendo is from Switch hardware to online to to your point. Um, you know, preserving. Uh, their game ips or licenses and just giving kind of um value to their consumers that it just makes me not even want to deal with them and i think that's a shame because as many of us have said a million times over nintendo's part of our gaming history a big part Mm -hmm. of our gaming history and i love them and i want to love them and i still have a ton of nostalgia like the super mario movie 
I'm pumped for. I'm seeing that in the theater. Sorry. I'm going to have popcorn. I'm going to be ready to go. Um, I can't wait to be sit- sitting next to a bunch of kids. <laughs> me too. I don't care. As they are. <laughs> like, Yo, this is the shit. Is it? Yeah. That's not what he go. told me. He said he was going to have a sign that says, not my, Ma- my Mario. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mario, um, everyone. It's Mario. Mario. <laughs> I played it before you were even born. <laughs> I'm the um, better fan. Can I just say this? Um, and. You know, listen, I don't want to get political, but Midnight Journey writes in, uh, they go, wait, to make the poll fair, and this is true, they pointed this out, only channel members should be allowed to vote. No, you can't say like, that out loud. I'm saving that in my back pocket. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry. When, 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 it, when, when yes wins, I can say, wait a minute, this was rigged. There was maybe bots. Maybe we got more. Yeah, Remember yeah. when I said we got all of them? Well, maybe there was some trickery because I have to be loved. <laughs> Remember when that 90% of that audience booed, but I said it was 10 to save my own skin, and then I deleted the post because I got embarrassed twice? Anyway, I want to love Nintendo again, you guys. <laughs> I really do. I want to love them as much as I did back in 2017. We're like, Dude, Legend of Zelda was amazing, right? Arms. I mean, who could forget? Uh, but like Splatoon 2, the amount of hours I I I I wasted in that game, Mario Odyssey, like that was that was like Nintendo's best year in so long, at least for me. And to see them back on the oof, it's been a minute. It's been a Metroid dread since I touched you, you know? Um bums me out quite a bit the fact that i'm not in love with splatoon 3 the as much as i was in love with splatoon 2 hurts and hearing what you're saying Ains, and it making sense of like if they're selling this thing hand over fist it's outselling the ps5 and the xbox series and these are brand new consoles right i mean what's in what's the true incentive of nintendo switching their strategy unless like the consumer absolutely demands you know Zelda runs at five frames instead of the original eight. Um, you know, then maybe they do something. But it sucks because for me, I really hope that there is hardware for this console because I don't know about you guys, but I saw Bayonetta run on the Switch. I've seen Pokemon run on the Switch. And I don't know about this next Legend of Zelda, y'all. Like, I, I was really hoping that this would be the console or this game i would be buying a console for so that i get all of the mm. 29 frames <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I, I, yeah i i, I hope so too and i think the best case scenario is we do get that that new hardware announcement for may when tears of the kingdom releases i just don't see it happening the fear i have is that they're going to make this legitimately great game because breath of the wild legitimately great game it may argue overrated but like it's a good good great video game i think it's a great sure. video game um the problem is, can you do that world again when we've had such good s- storytelling, when you've had such g- so many great open worlds? I mean, Horizon, I have not played the sequel, but like Horizon was a great open world in that time. Yep. And her worlds have evolved since then. Can you repeat and have success? Nintendo has shown us yes, but I don't know that I want to go play that that breath of the wild style world without some of the modern amenities that games give me and breath of the and uh, elden ring this year alone taught us that you can do open worlds far better um or at the very least very different yeah i think games are and this is just an idea i'm workshopping here guys don't crucify me but games are uh (laughs) iterating like differently like is the cycle perhaps maybe a bit too long you think where it's like you know, I heard some of the critiques, and I agree with some of it, uh, with 
Breath of I'm sorry, with Horizon Forbidden West, I was just like, yeah, this feels like a great 2018 game. Right? Or like, you know, God of War, this feels like a great 2018 game. We expected something more out of this. And I feel like a lot of new games that have been coming out going, yeah, this felt like something great like a year or two ago. I don't know. Maybe is it we're coming a little bit more jaded, or do you think that there is some some truth in that where maybe development cycles for these big anticipated games like uh you know Zelda are maybe becoming a bit too you know long and and that is kind of making us view the game differently when it releases. I don't know, Ains, if you want to tackle that or, or Luke, whoever, go at it. That's yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I think I think the point Luke was making kind of um, applies to that a little bit because I think that they do, you know, games build upon one another, right? And when a game comes along and is very highly critically rated and uh, sets some kind of standard in the industry for whatever reason, games build upon that and developers take from that. And as much as I've beat down on Breath of the Wild and it's not my favorite game, overrated all the things I've said a million times, uh, it, it absolutely inspired design elements uh developers you know a lot of things in the in the years after the five years since even miyazaki as much as i hate to say it out loud even miyazaki said that uh elden ring was inspired in some ways by breath of the wild and you can see that in the dungeons and you know other things like that but i think to luke's point it does those games learn from one another and they build upon one another right like horizon zero dawn comes out fantastic game i love that game to death um i like that better than breath of the wild at the time and Breath of the Wild has the open world climbing. And everyone's like, oh my God, Horizon would be so much better if you could just climb up these cliffs and not have to go and you know walk around. And then uh, Forbidden West comes out and it tackles that in a number of different design ways, right? Um, and they learn from one another. So to your guys' point, um, I think that uh, you know if Tears of the Kingdom comes out and it's more of Breath of the Wild, kind of like we felt Ragnarok was more of 2018. In fact, I'd argue... We don't have to get into it, but I argue Ragnarok is worse than 2018. Um, then, yeah, I don't think Yikes. it's going to set the. <laughs> I don't think it's going to set the world uh, ablaze like Breath of the Wild did. But if there's one thing I, I would never bet against Zelda. Yeah, uh, you can't. You got no. an entire track record of success for Zelda, regardless. Yeah, and I, I have to imagine they're using what looks to be a, the same world because it, it ties story-wise, but I, I'm willing to bet that they took some criticisms to heart, and I hope, hope that it has better storytelling, more meaningful character development, and a few other aspects. No, there wasn't. No. <laughs> uh, and that's my point, where, right? Where Link is zoning in on Zelda's <laughs> behind, you know? He's like, I, I just, I hope that they right. learn some lessons there. Like, do you honestly believe that they're going to come into Tears of the Kingdom with weapons breaking after 10 minutes of use? God, I hope not. I don't see it happening because, you know, fans told them we didn't like this. Um, the lion, know, so I... the witch, and the audacity of that bitch. Imagine if they did, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I would yeah. I would not be a fan whatsoever. Please, yeah. please no weapons breaking in a game. Please. Survival, yeah. fine, but because I won't play you. But other so than we'll that, please, I don't know. please don't. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo's Nintendo's a weird one, man. They're a they're an odd company. One last Nintendo thing. One last Nintendo thing. Fourteen new is, Kirby games this year for sure. Four. Okay, good. Fourteen new Kirby games. 
Um, what do we what do we think about the Super Mario movie? Do you think that's gonna be a commercial and critical hit? Do you think that that is the thing that ends the the quote unquote video game curse? Luke, I'll go with you first. I don't think there is a so I do think it's gonna be a hit. I don't think that video game curse is there anymore. I think you have two very successful Sonic the Hedgehog movies that are getting a series spinoff and uh another movie in there. Like, I don't know if you've watched the Sonic movies. They're legitimately good. They're good movies. I haven't. Um, there's another video game movie that came out fairly recently that I just I always forget in this discussion. Uncharted? No, it wasn't that one, but I don't think Uncharted was bad. I've not seen it. I'm sorry. I don't think it was badly received, but I've not it's, seen it. I mean, you know, video game guys, we're on whatever. Um, yeah. But, like, money-wise, it, it made a buku amount of bucks yeah. at the box office. Yeah. I, I think it made, like, I don't $400 think that- million or something. So bottom line, I don't think that curse exists any longer. I don't think that's a real thing anymore. You've got Wreck-It Ralph, which did well. Ready Player One, which which did well. Sonic the Hedgehogs 1 and 2, which did well. I mean, there are some good examples of how to do it right. Uncharted and the Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander, both um, fairly well thought of in circles that I frequent, at least. Um, and I liked that Tomb Raider movie. I think, I think they made good money. I, I don't know about Tomb Raider as much, but... Yeah. yeah. But, but bottom line, like... I think that the quality of those trailers looks good uh, as I'm over Chris Pratt in many ways, but at the same time he is talented and he does do a uh, job. Well, that. how dare you say that dude? No. Well, I mean, how dare look, you? he had a dance off, save the universe uh, twice for what I'm told. So bottom line, it looks good, man. I think we're all going to have a good time with it. Sometimes we are just too critical of things that are meant to be fun. Uh, you want to talk about that with sure. uh, what black Adam, I think. It's a fun movie. I'm not looking for cinema. I want to go and watch a, you know. I'm not going to watch Avatar for cinema. I'm not personally. Really? I'm going to to watch it because I think it's going to be just a spectacle that I'm going to really enjoy. Um, But that's it. But to your point, yeah. I think Mario is going to blow the doors off. I I seriously think it's going to be a mega hit. Like I'm, I'm like I when I saw the one screenshot, I'm like, this is a billion dollar movie. (laughs) I'm like, this is. This is this is. You got to think about worldwide, right? Like even even you know the circles we talk in may not be thinking of Mario the same way as you know we do as kids. But you think about other cultures, other countries, the Koreas, the Japan's, the you know all kind just the worldwide recognition of Mario. It's going to blow the doors off. Yeah, I I, I've said this multiple times. Mario's the new uh, Mario is the new Mickey Mouse, and I I think all he needs is a proper you know catapult uh into the mainstream in a in a big way and i think that super mario movie man from what we've seen so far it looks good and i i don't get the chris pratt hate anymore i'm 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 actually tired of chris pratt not because i don't think he's a capable actor but like of people bashing him just to bash him because he's religious like it's just it's like uh, we get it i understand okay (laughs) i too am agnostic but like you don't even have to you don't even have to look at him like he's not even in the movie. In exactly. That you know, just move like, on. Who cares? Let's let's move along. It's gonna be fun. We saw Yoshi's running in the wild. It's gonna be great, dude. Mario Kart's in there. I mean, they, they, <sighs> there were so many yeah. Easter eggs in that trailer yeah. in two minutes that I'm just yeah. pumped for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Next one. Um, listen, <laughs> Xbox wasn't at, guys. Have you, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Xbox wasn't at the Game Awards. Right? Didn't they, and the Game Awards had like what record 103 million. It's a viewers? small event. It's a small event. Luke. Not a big Nobody, deal. Not a big deal. It, it, <laughs> honestly, honestly, can I can I be a Franklin for you? Um, 
the Game Awards needed Xbox, not not <laughs> Xbox needing Game Awards. That's right. Oh, okay. I get where you're going. And yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took me no, a second. But um, there. you know, Aaron Greenberg said, "Hey guys, hold up." <laughs> Don't yell at me. Please stop yelling at me. For the love of God, please stop shouting. We get it. We missed out, but things are coming soon. Okay? We have announcements. They're just not here right now, but just you wait. Soon. In that word, soon, we hear it a lot from Microsoft. (laughs) An awful lot. Games are coming. Games are coming soon. 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 Delay. Soon. Don't worry. Hey, we understand your frustration. Soon. Guys, is this the year where Xbox finally shows up to the to the dance, ready to do the Macarena? Like, is this is this the year we're gonna finally see that pipeline, Ains? That my heart, my heart is dying pipeline. to say yes. Yeah. My heart is dying to say yes, and my the logical left side of my brain is going, "Don't say that yes too heavily." <laughs> um, I've just I've been burnt too many times now, and they, it's a shame because they had an amazing 2021, and I think we're quick to forget that, right? That yeah. Xbox really delivered a lot of amazing games last year, and they had everyone knows they had a soft year this year. Even though I I really like Pentiment, I like you know the Game Pass deals they had for certain games. High in Life is crushing it right now. Uh, never mind, best game I've games. ever played this year. Period. Okay, stop, okay, stop it. Uh, but I think um, you know if this is such a loaded question if i'll give you a loaded statement if xbox delivers the games that we know are coming and they and they land like we think they're gonna land they will have a great 2023 um i genuinely do believe that forza is gonna be excellent and and we've talked about this on big cast as well gran turismo luke that game is bigger than i think a lot of hardcore gamers realize because it's racing's in its own world but forza is a huge yeah. franchise um i think that redfall is going to be uh excellent as well uh it's not sadly for whatever reason outside of dishonored you know uh arcane games don't seem to be huge hits but game pass maybe helps there obviously it goes without saying i think starfield is where the weight lies um if this game is the i hate this comparison we've said it five million uh-huh. times if it is the skyrim we all hope and think it can be um then it's gonna it'll be special and it will move game pass subs it'll move people on pc it'll it'll change the game of the year conversation if it lands rough for any reason it's it's not going to look good on xbox or bethesda but i mean you don't it's think not it's gonna, gonna look, look good, good on, on xbox. xbox you think if, xbox if, owns it now 100 if, oh, yeah. if, if starfield oh, launches and it's in bad shape i don't think it will be i'm not saying that if it does you're saying if, that your, your tone saying that you're your tone saying that this game's gonna come out it's a piece of shit i'll tell you right that's now what that's what your tone's saying. i don't think any of us well maybe there are some people but i i'm not gonna say i'm 100 confident at all in starfield launching perfectly okay. i don't i don't they I have don't, zero track record of doing that yeah yeah and i i want to see let's not forget we ranted about this previously too but all of the games we saw on their e3 showcase right were said to be coming in the next 12 months meaning before or by june um and starfield the fact that you know we're where we are and we don't have a release date still makes me nervous because of how big the game is and how how large the scope is so i don't know i think a lot i i think more than is even fair to be levied 
um, in terms of expectations and weight of a company's reputation, at least in our little circle, as we all say, right, um, is uh, Starfield's bearing. And I don't think that's fair, but I think it's just how it is with uh, us core gamers. What say you, Luke? Do you think they're going to finally deliver here? We're going to see that long, juicy pipeline. No, <laughs> but <laughs> no, no. Xbox I mean, expansion pass says no. They don't have any faith. Aaron Greenberg's nah, a liar. Look, here's the thing. You look at the, the. I just put up my PlayStation, my, my PlayStation wrap up next to my Xbox one. I have like 864 hours played on my Xbox. Yeah, 55 or 60 on my PlayStation because it's my platform of choice. But Xbox first party uh, hasn't proven they can deliver in a cadence that needs that it needs to in order to justify its its service. Um, For whatever reason, uh, that's been allowed to happen or needed to happen or whatever it is. And and I'm still putting in 865 hours on my on the platform. But do I have confidence that first party is going to launch comfortably? No, not at all. They have uh, not demonstrated that they can do that. They handled some the marketing of the, what little they did have this year very poorly, in my right. opinion. Um, and I think I've been pretty vocal about that. For all the things they do extremely well, like supporting second and third teams, allowing smaller products to exist, having Game Pass as a top tier service. Uh, we got a lot of day and date games from third parties this year into Game Pass that are just Excellent from the very small Shredder's Revenge to the now record breaking high on life, which they just put numbers out on, uh, which I just Game messaged of the year, you guys. High on life, yeah. um, fantastic. Like Xbox is doing a lot of things right. And it's Aaron Greenberg's job to 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 smooth rough seas whenever he can, to calm everything, uh, to spin things. That is his job. Yeah. I mean, I I, I how do you have confidence that they're going to do it when they haven't shown it? But uh, at the same time, like they do so much for gamers that I'm not worried that somehow I'm done with Xbox. They would have to have an Elon Musk level like moment. <laughs> and I'm not even. Hey guys, I bought joking. Xbox as well. I love Xbox Live. <laughs> and all the, un- uh, all the band people, I'm going to unban them. So, uh, you know, say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hit party chats back, folks. That's, That's what you're right. going to say. So, uh, so let, let's let's tackle this because Austin in the chat, uh, and I'm not picking on you by any stretch, Austin, because I do hear this, right? When we talk about, and I agree with Luke, I'm going to say that ahead of time, of right now in terms of big AAA delivery cadence and those games simultaneously launching at a level that we all want them to launch at, Xbox, I consider unproven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I mean, you can, you can point to anything you want to, um, but... Uh, we've been waiting and Austin says you guys are way too down on Xbox. And I genuinely, I don't think that's true. Like I, I can't praise Xbox enough. If you know me well enough and, and Luke hosts an Xbox show, Joe talks positively about Xbox all the time. Even hosting a Sony show on my Xbox. Yeah. And I, I I paid 450 hours of Halo by itself. (laughs) Like Aaron Greenberg follows me on Twitter. We're practically best friends. (laughs) But I mean, like I've written about Xbox. I do videos about them. I talk about them all the time. I I literally adore Xbox as a brand, the company, the games, the IPs, Mm -hmm. everything about it. And Luke pointed out correctly, they do a lot for gamers. Game Pass is amazing. Cloud gaming is amazing. You're cross saved. You're backwards compatibility. Like it's all positives. We're talking solely about 
can these studios that they've purchased and acquired over the past four and a half years now, basically, um, can they get them on a delivery cadence of both timeliness, timeliness as it relates to AAA game delivery, um, and quality? And outside of 2021, which two of those games were Halo and Forza, let's not forget, outside of that, they haven't proven they can yet. And all I'm believe me, nobody, well, I won't say nobody, I'm sure there's some fanatics out there, but we all want them to. We all want them to succeed. We all want these games to release and be absolutely incredible top tier games and to have a new game from Xbox every two months in Game Pass. We all want that. They haven't done that yet. And I think it's fair until they do for us to at least question, can they do it? Because going back to the original point, we've heard wait for a long time now. Yeah. Sorry, there was a lot to unpack there. No, there was a lot to unpack, and I want to <laughs> I want to shout out Vol- uh, Vault Boy who gave us five dollars in Canadian money. How about you give us five dollars in real money, Vault Boy? Uh- <laughs> 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 Love you. Thank you so much. Uh, and just so you know you. that all super chats go to charity. What charity in particular? Ains doesn't like to give the title, but he says it. This these charities help what kids in need. They load kids up onto trebuchets and launch them. He says these trebuchets are expensive. Are expensive. You were, and they launch these. Weren't kids you telling me you just got a new Beamer, right? Exactly. You got a new Beamer, right? <laughs> new like Beamer. Yes. With the the, the five dollar Canadian super chats do <laughs> yeah. fund new BMWs. This is true. And fund the the building, the construction of three more trebuchets to launch small <laughs> children into who knows, God knows where. I don't know um, how we got here. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So, you know, they say Xbox, uh, sorry, Halo Infinite launch and struggles to put, sorry, and it struggles, puts more pressure on the future game launches from Team Xbox. I think you're exactly right. And I think that is why you're seeing delay after delay after delay uh, for games like Starfield and Redfall, because I think Xbox knows they're like, we can't, we got like one more soon. (laughs) <laughs> and two more like we understand your frustration um they need to deliver I, I i honestly don't think there's any more excuses this year if they don't and i've been the most pessimistic here because i am the playstation guy it's in my nature of just like saying i have no faith in them i really don't in a publisher like i have no faith that they're gonna to hit but like this it's it's now or never it's like 2023 is is your year and I think you have two fantastic games lined up. That is Starfield and Redfall coming right out the gate. You have the acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which means you're going to get that catalog as well. And whatever that means for Call of Duty. And if you have Call of Duty and Game Pass by the end of the year, you're pretty much golden. So I I, I feel actually pretty optimistic for Xbox's games output. Um, I'm just... I think what I am curious of is is the Xbox publishing side. You know, what kinks they've gotten worked out on their well, end because, yeah, go for it. Let's counterpoint that. Well, let's counterpoint your publishing comment because they won Best Publisher very recently, like in the last year or so, because they, they helped publish Ghostwire, Deathloop, right. uh, Flight Sim, yeah. uh, Halo, Forza, Pentiment, Grounded, uh that's a lot of that's a lot of releases plus you have content that came to forza content that came to minecraft content that came to sea of thieves there there are things happening the problem is there's none of those tentpole ragnarok level comparative moments so when you say as a publisher like they've done a lot of good stuff even in their first party realms 
It's just that it doesn't it doesn't make its way to these conversations. Uh, and I don't think it has a place in these conversations apart from what we're doing right now, which is acknowledging it and then saying, yeah, but you still haven't hit us with the one. Halo Infinite, and- fantastic now, but not sure. where it should be. Not where it should be. And I think you're right. They've done a great job with games that I think have flown somewhat under the radar. Like, I love seeing, you know, we put hundreds of hours in the Sea of Thieves. Um, you, know, uh, you know, Forza is another great example. A, a game that constantly gets overshadowed at the Game Awards, actually. And, and, and funny, Forza but, Horizon 5, uh, not to interrupt you, Joe, but it continues yeah. to be like in the top, I want to say 12 or 14 played total on Xbox Live all year. Yeah. I mean, it's never it's never left there. It's actually ahead of Halo and and um, most oh, weeks. And I mean, you take a look at Grounded. I think Grounded is such a um, an awesome like grassroots like tale of yeah. of a studio just doing the damn thing and doing it well. And what you're right, there is this this thing of um, yeah, the, like th- that's great. Those games are arguably though at this point a bit smaller. They feel like they are under the radar we don't have that as much as like xbox fans like to like shit on playstation of like all our games look and feel the same it's like the people stop and they stare and they buy those games and they buy them you know look at god of war ragnarok right five million copies in like in in less than a week like xbox wants that you know what i mean they don't have that right now and i think that's what so many xbox fans want is like they want their ragnarok they deserve their ragnarok they want their you know last of us whatever it is you know that that prestige on their games because they've been championing this console for five plus years now this brand for five plus years now they want their flowers in return and i understand that as a consumer it gets it gets a bit frustrating and i think we're at this moment of just like how many times do we have to sit and be told that we have to be patient we're like dude i bought an xbox one I you know <laughs> I I've been through the drought of 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 Xbox exclusive. Give me something now. And now you see Xbox going out there and buying these developers, buying these straight up publishers. To me, there's no excuse at this point. It's just like you're gonna they they're going to produce. And I hate this word, but they're gonna be producing some bangers this year. I I definitely feel like St- Starfield has to has to hit in this moment. They 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 need it to be pretty damn pristine and i think the bar for bethesda studios is is a high one but at the same exact time a bit low because of what we think of a bethesda software game to be it's like it's got to be jank all over the place if they're able to clear that jank out uh, or, or at least some of it um and they provide us with the the worlds that we expect you know and the lore that we expect out of bethesda titles then this thing's gonna be a juggernaut and you know, Redfall, we give Arcane all the flowers, man. Like, Deathloop is the thing that got me into that studio. And I give really? a lot of respect for the Dishonored devs as well. Sorry, the Dishonored franchise as well. That team is magnificent and some of the best developers in the industry. And now they have this title that seems like has a lot of people excited. And so you have two IP right there that I think are begging to be hits. And so I... I I'm in I'm in the 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 optimist view of this because to me I feel like the backs are up against the wall. There's no more excuses. You you got this lineup of 2023. Let's let's see it. Am I wrong for thinking that? Joe had a lot to unpack. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that long? 
No, it, w- huh. it was long, but it was good. I'm not good. criticizing you for being long because I'm long all the time. Um, I, I, <laughs> it's not all the time, dude. It's cold here right now. You know what I mean? Um, but no, I, I, what do you mean? Um, no, what do you mean? mean? Can, you, can you elaborate? You need a sweater? You need a sweater right now? <laughs> um, no, I, I think you're right. And I think that's the thing, right? We could talk about this for hours because there's so many different aspects to this conversation. And just to, just to call back to Austin real quick, because I called... Uh, on him when we originally brought this up he said i'll rephrase xbox didn't really start investing until 2018 true true. it's only four years true factor in covid that's not a lot of time in in game dev also true um i agree uh and then guybrush uh, says yeah there are a million reasons why xbox games don't come out but as a customer and player that stuff's not my problem also true all of these things are true um and I think that's where it's really tough because uh, Austin is right in the sense of, you know, it, it feels like forever, right? Yeah. And I think one of the key differences here is, and, and maybe some don't realize this, I know you guys do because we've talked about it, but like what we saw out of PlayStation in the PlayStation 4 generation, which set obviously the stones they've built upon now into PS5, all of those seeds were planted during the PS3 generation. That's when they expanded studios. That's when they changed direction. That's when they brought on graphic engineers and and other parts of their internal team to consolidate engine development. And a lot of other building blocks were done during the PS3 generation. We saw the fruits of that, obviously, with the PS4. Problem Xbox has, right, is all of the, not all, a lot of the things they've done, especially on the acquisition front, have been done visibly. We know this happened, right? During the PS3 era, we didn't know what Sony was doing behind the scenes. They're not only more secretive uh, than Xbox, but a lot of that happened behind the scenes. We only found out later because Sean Layden has talked a lot about it, right? Yeah. But the the sheer fact that we know who Xbox bought in 2018 and 2019, and, and they're also very vocal about what they're doing, is both a blessing and a curse. Because it's, it's great that they're so communicative with their fans, and I think all of us love that about them. But it also puts a spotlight on them to say, well, what have you done for us lately? And that's some of that's fair. Some of it's not. There's a lot of nuance and kind of, you know, uh, caveats to these uh, questions that come up around Xbox. But I don't know. Like I said, I think we could talk about this a ton. We already have talked about it a ton. I I do believe um, and there's a lot of other comments. uh, Our chat has had about this all good comments. And, And just to call out um i told austin this is what we do here it's fine to disagree it's fine to have critical viewpoints of all these brands we talk about we just have an honest conversation about it. there's no fanboy nonsense here we don't do that here yeah. um, you said yeah i uh, just said as the xbox guy and i'm not confident for 2023 <laughs> I, and i also want to highlight because there was a super chat a real five dollars i'll get it from Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, Joe Jeff is. In, he's trying to drive this shit tonight. I know he's oh, driving I'm, the super I'm, chats I'm, right now. I'm driving it well. Uh, Jazz comes in with a five dollar super chat to load one more kid into that trebuchet, and they write, "Here's the money for the Beamer Fund." I mean, the trebuchet. There you go. <laughs> Next five dollars uh, goes right into his trebuchet. Nice, nice. That's the trebuchets I'm using in Gwent right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Zale, thank you for the super chat and and he just became the or he or she i always say he i don't that, that's a bad habit i gotta break they just became uh, a channel member well how dare so you use that much. how dare you use that word how dare you but sure. yeah I, I i don't know i i think uh and, and i know that vault boy said redfall could be a hit and i i genuinely do believe especially with yeah. the co-op nature and game pass that redfall could be a big hit next year um and i hope it is because i love arcane to death but i i i 
I do think Starfield is going to be the the game that really decides, at least in our circle, in our Twitterverse, and our gaming communities, whether or not um, it's a good year for Xbox, which is both. I don't know. It's kind of sad in a way, but I, I, think- I also I also hope that um, Xbox has things we're not aware of. Right. Like yeah. they have so many things in development. Last time I talked to someone kind of in the know, they counted 56 projects. I think I've said that before on here. 56 projects. That was about six months ago. Yeah. Um, and that's total. Right. That could be small little games, all kinds of side things that never come to fruition. Right. But sure. If you just Dozens think about the sco- Yeah. <laughs> if you think about the scope of that right that's crazy so you never know what we may see next year and i hope like xbox uh like aaron and others have said we may see something first quarter from xbox which kind of gets us pumped for the year but i i still think i no matter what they release next year starfield is going to be the game that all eyes are on that you know it's an exclusive it was pulled away from playstation we all know the history here on that and it has the potential to be one of those multi-dozen million selling games across PC and Xbox that drives Game Pass subs and player base and streaming and conversation and YouTube videos and all of that. And Xbox needs that. And I hope that Starfield is every bit of that. Yeah. I uh, hope so that it's not I'm just sorry. Redfall and Starfield. And I don't want to talk about investments made in 2018. I don't want to forget Ninja Theory was among them. Hellblade 2 was shown at the Xbox Series X's reveal. I think that's the type of game that the type of game where you can go one-to-one is important. And I also think that uh, if I'm in, in any level of power at Microsoft, Microsoft proper, and I'm over overheading their, their slate, I'm saying, Hey, keep your scope in check and make sure these things launch. Well, yeah, that is the key to, I think so much mind share for a generation when it comes to first party and how does the game launch? If God of War had launched a buggy mess, regardless of its quality in writing or acting or graphics or anything, uh, or how much climbing is in the game, if it had been super buggy, that would have been the conversation point. AAA first party cannot drop and be super buggy. I don't remember last of us remake doing that ghost doing that. Uh, the only one that's done that has been days gone and Gran Turismo seven, not buggy, but just feature feature incomplete. But no, but look at Days Gone, thing. right? I think that's there, a lot of those early reviews of Days Gone were pretty negative. I know we gave it a seven and we called out a lot of bugs. Um, and, 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 Sorry. Was Joe, Joe, was that at us or no? No, no, I'm, I'm yelling. Oh, okay. Uh, parents um, in the background, they're, 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 they're getting excited over the dog. I'm saying, <laughs> oh, they, they're Days Gone fans, huh? They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're like, Boomer, <laughs> whatever this goddamn <laughs> name was. You don't yeah. understand a guy on a bike talking to his wife. That's the problem, That's you know. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> These woke journalists—they'd never touched a lady before. <laughs> all right, let alone been to a wedding. But that okay. definitely hurt. To your point, Luke, it's a good point. It definitely hurt. Days Gone at its early reception. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like uh, what you what we had come to expect out of Sony AAA first party, and it hurt it. And and as we all learn later, the sequel was canceled. And, and I'll tell you what, um, I don't think the it's a Bethesda game, so it's got to be a mess. Meme is acceptable for a game in development this long that's going to be launching into a, a first party catalog. I mean, on to next gen or current gen now, like you got to You got to nail this one, bud. And I feel like yeah. I feel like somebody picked up a phone a few months ago and said, you're not hitting November 11th if it looks like this. Yeah. You know, and good for be. them. 
don't launch don't launch a mess don't launch a mess halo infinite nailed its launch but then it wasn't prepared for what it set expectations for starfield needs to be ready for that this it's the burden nature of battling at that level let's bet right now we'll bet a uh i don't know we'll bet something that we come up with the starfield launch by june no no You know, I want to say yes. I'm not confident. My heart is like, don't say yes. Like you know better. No, no. That's the winner game, and I think Redfall's the. Which I know, sucks. but remember, they they said only Starfield two was launching by June. They already said that. But and out of all the games we know about, we're only getting two next year, and they're Bethesda games. Like, but no, that's not a diss to Bethesda. But like, there is a feel to that, right? Sure. Give me a variety. You'd be livid with Spice me life. if I was like, yo, Gears and Halo is the right answer uh, in the same year for Xbox. No, you you wouldn't do that. So I, I want to see some diversity there somehow. All right, By let's... the way, the, the, the poll is complete. Yeah. I am staying on as CEO. Uh, well, okay, but like how many of those were bots, though? Yeah, you, you haven't removed the bots. My Sonic Frontiers this, was robbed. This. Yeah. Yeah. Let me check. Um, no, it's yeah. good. We're good. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I trust you. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a poll with the audience here. Let us know if you think Starfield is releasing by E3, which yeah. is June time next year. Only verified members, please. Um, and not for nothing, guys. I did see the back end of the poll, and a lot of those names were like Shamorsha Shamorsha Rauer, yeah, uh, Porsche Porsche Schrauer, and I'm like, well, these are the one was suspect. very lazy. It was Porsche Power, but spelled correctly with a one. <laughs> Yeah, very strange. <laughs> very, very strange. strange. It's very strange. Um, I just so, appreciate all of those people. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. A big fan. Interesting. Have you saw that? Where like the uh, it's like Elon's replying to everybody, and he's just saying interest, interesting, and like someone memed it going when the NPC runs out of uh, uh, runs out of things to say or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Anyway, I ruined that joke. Let's get into another robot called Jim Ryan and the Lion Ryan train that's called PlayStation. Oh, God, dude. They're the they're the I just had to play a game that they yeah. put out in the AAA catalog. I know. Nuts. I, I, I know. bought a stupid hammer for it. Like, what, oh, my God. What, Wait. Can you believe? Hold on. Huh? This stupid hammer. Yeah, that one. So, you can't here's the thing you can't even maim someone with it, it doesn't even come back to you it doesn't even have lightning light up lights yeah am Cheap. i supposed to bludgeon you know luke's mother uh with this what, <laughs> <Your job? Bludgeon>. <laughs> <laughs> what if i told you the hammer was the, my favorite part of that collector's edition dude it's it awesome it's dope dude no 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 i meant including the game oh oh <laughs> uh, you know what i get it but i do that's cool how well that thing opened up this the guy idea. sucks <laughs> it's hard to display some of the quality of that thing um what's your question uh, is jim jim ryan lion yeah he's on the he's flying over there to the ftc do you uh, think so? no my question's even no no it's... we're we're on this okay. now he's right. corrupting the the future as we know it this 70 percent market share attacking uh, Microsoft, they're just little itty bitty babies. They only got thirty percent of this market. Uh, how could they possibly compete? If there's going to be competition, let us have competition. No yeah. way, Joe. There's no way that Jim Ryan lets it stand. 
Okay. I love what Alejandro said in the chat, and I'll let this one slide for free. I'll load a kid into the trebuchet just for you, Alejandro. Uh, <laughs> PlayStation somehow had one of the strongest release years ever, and the entire crybaby attitude and PR blunders has made this also one of their worst years. We've been saying this on the trophy room a lot. Um, it's been a really good year, like content wise for PlayStation, but it does just give like the sense of like we're losing something. I don't know what we're losing per se, but the attitude towards this Activision Blizzard deal is just tuned us so off from Jim Ryan's uh, approach of what's transpired. It just seems petty. It just seems little. And the thing that aggravates, I think, us the most is because of what's happening with Activision Blizzard, it seems like they're talking a whole lot to the regulators and they're talking very little to us. Where do you guys see PlayStation in 2023, Ains? Do you see them actually talking to us like we're people again? <laughs> I don't know. Do you man. see them I, becoming I agree, I agree like with Nintendo? You guys. Like you look at you guys nailed it already. I don't I mean, I'm just gonna say the same thing. PlayStation, they you come out with Forbidden West, you come out with Gran Turismo 7, despite its faults, you come out with Ragnarok, uh, whether it doesn't matter what I think of it, it's a game of the year contender again, right? You you have this great release schedule um that's critically well received and yet again we always say in our circle because we have to remember that this little group means nothing in the global gaming market um (laughs) but um you know their reputation really took a hit this year and and i know even for me i try i don't get nearly as involved in this stuff you guys know like personally i don't care you know but even for me it's like playstation what are you doing you know what i mean like you're you're raising prices you're 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 talking about your cats um you know you're doing all these weird things that just feels disingenuous to your fan base um and again just like i said with nintendo you're talking about guys here and all of us in the chat i'm sure that have been with playstation for coming up on 30 years now 95 Mm -hmm. right 94 in japan uh and a lot of history with playstation a lot of great memories but and i i've said it many times Sean Layden was a gamer. He understood gamers. He was well-spoken. He's personable. And he really, like Phil Spencer, makes you kind of love the brand. We have a lot of admiration for Phil. I know we all do. Um, Jim Ryan's not it. He's a, he's a business guy. And I think what they should have done, what I would have preferred, is to let Jim Ryan run the business and have someone else be your front man. Um, I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, with Herman? With Herman. But uh, Herman needs to talk more. Yeah, he he seems like a cool dude, but he's just not he's not out there doing it. And and again, I'm not well versed on this stuff. I've talked to a few people that give me some insight, but I I don't know. But what I've heard multiple times is that the way that the corporate structure is for Sony being a Japanese company is different. And the way they look at communication, the way they look at things is different. Now, the only the only counter I usually offer to that is, yeah, but PlayStation hasn't always been this way. They've yeah. been more, they've been more funny. They've been more communicative. They've been more in line with their fan base, and they're just not that right now. And it's it's a weird time for them. Um, I think you guys nailed it. Like, I'm pumped about PSVR two. I'm pumped to see what I they wish do. I could last... buy one. <laughs> oh, that's right. I tried for you, and it said I can only buy one. Remember? So frustrating. Um, I'm so pissed off. So I'm pumped about that. I'm pumped about Last of Us Factions. I'm pumped about them bringing multiplayer experiences back to PlayStation and what that means. Like, I want to see all that. But the, their their messaging and, and uh, kind of attitude towards 
the gaming industry and their fans it's just uh it's it's a turnoff i guess is the easiest way to put it what how how does how do we get them back like I don't know. is it is it that they have to get mollywopped or is it like like do they have to be humbled or do you think that they need to get humbled they need to say i think getting hard, punched in the nose else. yeah i yeah. think getting punched in the nose always humbles someone i mean it's a fact hey, i mean that's what xbox. happened to xbox yeah yeah it's what happened with xbox one we've we've talked about it. it's what happened with ps3 and ps3 era p ps in the ps3 era sorry mm-hmm. um it happened to both of them but i think where they sit right now and the success of ps5 the success they have in the global market and the as you guys rightly said the percentage kind of of the the console especially industry they control they're in that dominant position whether you like it or not they are um and it it's a i don't know it's weird like we talk a lot about nintendo and the switch sales and and the whole thing like nintendo shouldn't be included in the console market is a stupid statement right obviously they are (laughs) (laughs) but uh playstation right like um nintendo but if you look at revenue right like forget the sales if you look at revenue playstation is leaps and bounds ahead of uh you know where um xbox even with bethesda and 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 nintendo is and something needs to happen and uh you know it feels like they're panicked so i'm rambling a bit but yeah. it feels like they're panicked we've seen the panic about microsoft buying activision um and blizzard because i, think, I, I do think that's that would be the punch it does it scares the living yeah. hell out of them it's obvious right and yeah. i I don't know. I don't. It's a weird time in the gaming industry. Very weird time. We've got, because, you know, we've got the company Xbox who seems to do a lot right by their fans that we're sitting here saying, okay, now you got to deliver the, the the whole reason we're all here, games. You know, you've got to deliver games. We've got PlayStation over here delivering the thing we're all talking about, games, right. but being antithesis to what we hope a company in 2022 or the you know will be with their fans. You've got Nintendo who. They are in their own world over there, but they're selling the best of out of everyone. It's just a very weird time. It it is, and I think I think the Activision thing is is would be the very much the humble pie that PlayStation needs to eat because then they go okay, so now we have to just approach things drastically different because if Microsoft's approaches were just buy publishers and you know make up make up that lost room by doing so um that scares the shit out of me because you're buying all my partners right uh and and so that means i have to work around that in a much different way uh and invest in internal studios or external studios in a different way i want to go to you luke what do you think playstation this year i i mean to me i think this is a pretty damn slow year i i know Spider-Man Throop is going to sell buttloads. They're going to give us Spider-Man gloves as the collectors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy 17, the main character's name is Clyde. Or 16, whichever one or, you want to release. Uh, fucking no, there's too many. So <laughs> <laughs> that said, it seems like it's a pretty dry year. Do you think they're going to open up? They're going to start talking to us, maybe have a goddamn showcase in January to show us something that we we're missing this year what do you think i don't think you get a showcase in january i don't think i don't think either xbox or playstation would showcase in january um just based on the amount of work it would take and the fact that they're on holiday now um but that's just my my thought i don't think they're gonna have a slow year um i you know on paper yes but 
PlayStation's not had a bad year in some time, a truly bad year where they didn't have either a first or third party exclusive that just did uh, gangbusters. They're going to have their Final Fantasies. They're going to have uh, Spider-Man, which I mean, I, I'm in there for that one. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, I think you guys are forgetting Forspoken. I was going to say no. they're bad stuff. They're they're bad things like force. They've had a, a few hits. That, uh, here and there, but you're not going to notice them. Like Street Fighter is no longer exclusive. No one cares um, for Street Fighter Six. Oh, oh. uh, for Sp- no, no one. Did you just say no one cares about Street Fighter Six? No, that no, it's not. Nobody declares that it's not exclusive. Oh, you know what I'm I was like, yeah, whoa. Like, all right. Like so, they lost that. And all right, nobody's nobody's factoring that into any conversation unless you're looking for it. Forspoken. That's already kind of a joke, and nobody's really caring. Like that's gonna that's gonna fart in the wind, be gone. <laughs> And that's going to be one of those PlayStation exclusives that you just forget about. You know what I mean? It's just going to, it's going to be in your sale, deep sale. You're not, everyone's going to buy it when it's on those deep, deep sales. And not even that. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm telling you, when it gets to like summertime and it's like 10, 15, 20 bucks, people are going to buy that and no one's going to talk about it or play it. So, like, how do you bet against them though? If that's their bad. They've got good stuff on the way. If they have two good games in a Final Fantasy something or another and a Spider-Man, they've had a good year. They've had a good year because they deliver on other platforms and they do have a good, like PlayStation Plus is a good service. They've got the instant game collection. Do you think PlayStation talks to us again and tussles our hair? I do think they talk to you again. I don't think you're going to, I don't think it's the same way. I don't think you're going to get that as long as Jim Ryan's there, bud. I mean, so we, sorry, not. And I think Jim Ryan Maybe a businessman, but he is damaging the brand of PlayStation right now in a way that uh, it took the PlayStation 4 to recover. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the the investments that, that took place partway through the PS3 era to change the tone because it was not going well. They didn't pay dividends till PS4. And then a lot of the PS4 work paid dividends in the late PS4, early PS5. I don't think you're going to see that same thing happened a third time. I think PlayStation five is not doing itself favors with its leadership at the moment. I think, I think the moment they, they don't have a God of war or Spider-Man. That's when that happens. I truly don't believe that like one man trying to kill a $70 billion deal is going to kill the reputation of PlayStation. I mean, we see Nintendo practically hitting their, you know, fans with switches in the shins and they still go out there and buy a (laughs) game that was remastered on the Wii U for a full price. Right, I'm like picturing literally Doug Bowser hitting kids in the shins with their switch. That's just a great picture. <laughs> and then loading it up on one of your trebuchets. <laughs> and um, but like and and they just they come back for it. Like, look at Splatoon 3 doesn't work and it sells like hotcakes. So I'm like I'm pretty sure it's one of the fastest selling games in Japanese history. Yeah. And so, you know, with that into consideration, I feel like the we, we take a lot out of like what Jim Ryan's doing behind the scenes to kill a seventy billion dollar, uh, you know, deal because he's scared, uh, and he's lying and he's crying and whatever adjective you want to throw in there, but uh, that truly doesn't matter uh, if, as long as they have the games that get butts and seats. And I mean, if if it really did matter, I don't think God of War Ragnarok would have sold as good as it is, and it is selling well because it's God of yep. War, goddamn Ragnarok. So to me, that's that's where I'm at. I'm it. I'm frustrated with the communications, but I'm still there because they're giving me the experiences that I want Xbox to deliver me. That's why I'm rooting so much. I want Xbox to humble the shit out of PlayStation. I I would love to see Jim Ryan 
truly start sweating um, and and having to pivot and do something different, exciting, and talk to us again. I do think we get a get. We're going to get a state of play and not a showcase uh, to highlight some more things that are on the way in the next six months, sometime in like February, early March. Not to interrupt you, but that's what I was going to say. Let's remember that both a physical in-person E3 and a physical in-person Summer Game Fest is happening in 2023. So question here, uh, you think PlayStation Xbox going to E3? Yes, I think Xbox, Xbox does because the Xbox theater is across the street from the convention center, and it's a very easy way for them to take advantage of that. The Summer Game Fest, we'll have to see what Keeley does, but obviously there's a good connection with Sony there, um, you know, jokes aside. So I, I think Sony shows up somehow, somewhere in that space. I desperately want to go to Xbox's Fan Fest and such this year. That is something I desperately I would to love do. to. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to go to E3 whether or not get in the Fan Fest is a whole other conversation. That's but. the problem. That's what I'm terrified of. Yeah. I th- I think I'm I'll, I'll make an attempt at E3 this year. I've never actually wanted to go, but I'd like to, you know, go and, and touch your faces. That's for sure. It's honestly it's honestly a fun time even outside of the show because there's just so many people from the industry and friends and stuff in the area restaurants hanging out drinking i mean it's just a great time yeah yeah okay we'll talk about that offline but in terms of playstation yeah i we'll see i i do think we get a i i think we get a light state of play pretty early in the year because they have to show what psvr2 is going to do at launch and that launches in february so it may be only psvr2 uh but we're going to get something from them can i tell Um, you guys something i don't think psvr2 is going to do very good at launch Uh, no man I don't no. think it is either. I, I want I it to. I I could still pre-order it right now. They're emailing me about it, and I'm like, "Yeah, PlayStation, I'd fucking love to if you get me unshadow banned off the direct store." I don't know why I'm shadow banned, PlayStation, but you guys <laughs> don't even know either. Just give it, me another option to buy it. Well, they said they're making two million, right? So clearly, they haven't sold out. Uh, which in this economy, a in a six hundred dollar vr unit yeah that you need a ps5 to play uh that doesn't surprise me but um man i hope it i just i want it to do well yeah yeah so it's it's not like they have they don't have the content it's just some of that content's locked behind a barrier so a huge barrier of a paywall they're raising prices in a time where how dare they not everyone's doing great you know what i mean so there's it's, it's weird that's an odd choice but that's the problem when you haven't been punched in the nose. I mean, Xbox is raising their prices. PlayStation's raising their prices, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's part of it, but it's hard to take some of that, pardon me, seriously, because I know games are expensive, but I also hear about these billion, billion, billion dollar profits. Yeah. And it's a little, it's a little bit odd to see that in conjunction and then be like X amount of people are laid off and profits. And yeah. prices, and it's like, what? This is weird. It's part of its business. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, to, it's to capitalism watch, at its finest, right? But to watch it all in conjunction, it's like, mm, all right, yeah. we do yeah, need yeah. Um, real, real. Do you Go guys? A uh, good question from King Bill here. Uh, do you think Sony or Microsoft will launch a slim console or Pro? Because I'm starting to see, you know, the murmurs starting already about this. Yeah, um, Sony will uh, announce a, sl- a quote unquote slim. I th- I think that the insider folks have it correct there. I don't think they're launching a pro. That'd be silly. We haven't even utilized a piece of hardware yet. 
Um, no. So, yeah, to me, we we gotta we gotta. It's time to to cut the cross gen bull crap out. Um, yes, big time. Do, just please. do series and 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 PlayStation Five from here on. Out. Please. Yeah. If I have to walk Underwear. through eighty more rock crevices, I'm gonna lose my shit, and yeah, me yeah. losing my shit is not a pretty sight. The the thing with the slim is it reduces the cost of manufacturing, and so that's why you're gonna see that that one happen. The pro aspect of it, um, less likely. My my guess is you get some sort of mild boost. Remember enhanced for X on yeah. Xbox. Enhanced that, for X. It genuinely, you saw a difference, but was it worth? Was it worth? No. Hindsight, I'm gonna be honest. no. But I would never allow myself to not have that boost. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. never have been able to be like, oh yeah, I'm not the guy that can have only the Series S. But yeah. but that's that's a very small portion of the of the audience. But yeah, Slim's absolutely pros. Probably not. Um, yeah, probably not. Last yeah, question, I mean, I, the I, boys. Sorry, well, I, I no, I was just gonna say that you know you can't take this as gospel, of course, but you oh, know God. Xbox has been pretty clear that they're not planning a, a Series X X, you know yeah. what I mean, like a, a, a pro. But who knows? Things change. Who knows? Yeah. Um, before you I, ask the question, Joe, I want to point out oh God. our Starfield will it release by E three twenty twenty three is now at thirty two votes, and it totally. is literally split fifty fifty as yes. No. <laughs> Are those verified accounts? They're here with us sure. in Cast Co-op. They're verified. They're good okay. people. No, we, they're good people. Okay, you know, but it's not, not what you said about uh, about one of our listeners at the very top of the right. top of the night. That's right. Uh, uh, I haven't seen Luke Lore post in a while though. Oh yeah, yeah. I just remember you viciously attacking someone earlier in the show, and I was like, "That's not fair." This man's in our chat. He's bringing up questions. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, as I said that the yes, the yeses took over by three. Oh, there you go. Uh, Rick, right, last question of the night, and you know what? I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type a little something in this chat. It's a trophy rewards. Go there, vote for oh Elden God, Ring. Jesus. It's getting slaughtered, and it needs your help. Look at me. I'm not joking. All right, I need this. I need this award show to be taken seriously. <laughs> Elden Ring needs a win. All right, guys, what's your most anticipated game this year, or sorry, in 2023? And what do you think? What do you think? It's silly. Take your shirt off for this one. Uh, what do you think is going to be the game of the year 2023 for what you've seen so far? The five games. Jedi Survivor. Jedi most Survivor. Anticipated? And most, anticipated. most anticipated. Um, game of the year is either Starfall, Starfall or Jedi Survivor. Um, How about Starfield? I say Starfall. <laughs> I've been doing that. I've been doing that for two years. Redfall and Starfield. I, I yeah. interchange them. Um, I think Jedi Survivor is is on course to be amazing. Respawn is a fantastic studio. Uh, they've clearly upped their scope. This is going to be a current gen only title. Uh, it everything we've seen, which is not a lot, uh, looks like it. They're trying to act on the lessons learned from the first one, which was a fantastic experience. Easily the best Star Wars game in the EA pantheon. Uh, but one of just a genuinely great video game where you didn't need to like Star Wars yeah. to to enjoy it. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful on that one. As far as game of the year, hard to bet against Starfield, knowing the the mind share that comes with a game that's meant to be Skyrim's successor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Spider Man wins a game of the year because it's a superhero game. Um, but 
I'm very excited for Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. I'm super excited for Spider-Man. Y'all know that's my favorite hero. Uh, y'all know how, like, across the Spider-Verse, y'all, like, listen, I don't say it often. I got emotional. I get emotional watching that trailer. That that, that movie means the world to me. So I love a good Spider-Man. Um, but so you're not thinking Suicide Squad to kill the Justice League, huh? No, no, I would, I would like them to, but I'm. Not I'm actually excited for that game. You know me; I'm not the comic guy. I'm, like, I'm really excited for Suicide Squad. Really? I, yes, very. My, my most anticipated mm. game, and maybe it's because of Halsey, and she looks very mad at the Game Awards. Let's uh, go, is, Joe. Say the right game here. There's only one answer. Diablo Four. Correct. God damn, Hell that yeah. trailer went so hard. Now, all, <laughs> all like the previews that I'm seeing too, looking good, man. I, I'm, Dude. I'm. Everything points Diablo 4 for me right now. What I put about this? 469 hours into Halo Infinite this mm. year. So far, the year's not over yet. Uh, so let's say 500 hours, and I will put more in Diablo 4 next year. Almost guaranteed. Yeah. So I'm not a D- Diablo guy, um, but I liked Diablo 3, right? Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy Twin Sticks, uh, control style games. I don't know if it's because it's not a Twin Stick shooter, obviously. but It's not, but keep sounding dumb. We appreciate you. That isometric <laughs> viewpoint style game, I like that. Um, Fair enough. What about four is special to you? What's so different from three? I'm asking as a complete amateur because I looked at that trailer. I'm like, yo, that looks exciting. I'm in. I don't know what's different from three though, because I'm the casual just Diablo guy. I'm gonna play it. I'm excited, but like, I'm not. There's a lot to unpack, so I'll just go to Ains real quick. It's tough because uh, the Diablo games release so far apart from one another that a lot changes in games between each one. Uh, to put it into perspective, Luke, Diablo 3 released in 2013, maybe, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so you're talking about a decade, right, between games. And 2 to 3 was the same way. So uh, primarily, you're talking about, obviously, a much uh, upgraded engine. Um, Diablo 4 is going to be the first Diablo that has an open world. Um, so it's going to be explorable with over 80 dungeons, they said, out of the gate. And it has hub city world. So when you go into a uh, communal area... There's going to be real other real players there with you, and then you can go back off on your own, or you can partner up, you know, in co-op. Kind of similar in a way. Uh, that aspect is similar in a way to Path of Exile, if you're kind of an ARPG nerd. Um, but yeah, open world elements are going back to kind of skill building. Diablo three was very loot based, which I love, sadly. So they're getting away from that a little bit. Not that there's not tons of loot in four, but it's going to be based around this really, really extensive skill building. Um, mm. with huge skill tree. And so there, there's a lot, as Joe said, there's a lot we could talk about there, but it might bore people to tears. Um, Joe, so Luke said uh, your most anticipated game is Jedi. And, and sorry, Luke, what did you say you think it's going to be game of the year if you had to pick right now? Do you have one? I think Starfield. Okay. But, oh, Starfield, sorry. But jo- yes. but Jedi, I think, has a shot. And and I would cite the success of, of Fallen Order, but also Respawn as being a top tier they don't miss they've not missed Mm -hmm. Um, so Um, so i think having a star wars game as your game of the year is not a good bet having respawn in there is is a a help to that one okay and by the way alex and sorry i'm losing track here uh yeah alex said 2012 was diablo jesus three um so joe you said diablo 4 is your most anticipated which i share that's my most anticipated too what do you think game of the year i also think diablo 4 <laughs> really okay yeah i'm so because uh, to me i was never allowed to play diablo 2 
as a kid. This is when my mom was real deep into the whole Catholicism thing. Um, so to me, it looks like the game I wasn't ever allowed to play. <laughs> uh, and that's why I'm just so hyped for it. Uh, seeing the seeing the community as excited as well. You know, there are some things that get me a little nervous. I know Jason Shire wrote a whole big hit piece on it right before the trailer went live. But it seems like the previews are very high on this game. Uh, but I, I definitely think Halo 4. I, I'm sorry, Diablo 4. The reason why I don't say like Jedi Fallen Order, or sorry, Jedi Survivor, bad name. Um, is first off, I love Star Wars. Literally, that game was announced with the collector's edition. I don't even know what was inside of it. I got the collectors. So <laughs> I'm excited for that game, and I'm excited for Spider-Man. But those are licensed games, and I feel like we as a community treat those games differently. Like, not like It's kind of like we think of them almost less than, or we shouldn't take them as seriously because they are licensed uh, when it comes to the game of the year conversation, which is a shame. Uh, so to me, I, I, I definitely think it's, I definitely think it's Diablo. It just looks, it's just looks so beautiful. it's funny because as we sit here, right, we think about the games we know are coming in 2023 and you think you've got Zelda tears of the kingdom. It's going to be in the running bar none, right? You might as well make the list today. You've yeah. got Starfield. It's going to be, unless it launches another shit show, which it won't. It's going to be in the running. Um, I think Luke's right. I think Jedi Survivor will be up there, at least nominated uh, for Game of the Year. Um, you have, uh, oh man, I just had a list in my head. Damn it. Um, what am I forgetting? There's a big game I'm forgetting, guys. Um, damn, I should have I written it down. Sorry. Um, but anyway, you got those three. To your point, Joe, I'm actually very curious with Diablo 4 because we know their cinematics are literally top tier in the industry. I mean, yeah. they're 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 untouchable and they said there's a lot more story in diablo 4 than previous games it's going to really have like they said there's extensive cinematics and stuff um i'm hopeful that a game like diablo 4 despite being a, a loot-based arpg i'm hopeful that it can win something like a game of the year i i I think it can be nominated for sure. I think it's going to be... I actually have a bet with the guys over at Xbox Record This that Diablo 4 will sell more per platform than Starfield will. And they don't believe me. And I said, I don't know. Uh, I would, No, I think absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, that... Oh, Hogwarts Legacy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, chat. Oh, there you go. Hogwarts Legacy looks fantastic. And yeah. given... I'm not allowed know, to be excited. I, I know I <laughs> I was gonna say there I know the controversy we've touched on that before put that aside for a second what was the controversy no matter what we think about it Harry Potter's massive IP huge interest yeah. the game's gonna sell bonkers if it's as good as we think it's gonna be that could be in game of the year but what I'm most excited about as always is I want to see a game come out of f and nowhere and just blow us all away a game we don't even know about today oh Final Fantasy 16. I mean, that could eat very easily be in Game of the Year running as well. So we've already got like six monsters coming in 2023 20, that we know about. But I, I don't know. There's going to be obviously a ton more games we don't even know about. Yeah. Does 16 come to Xbox? Or is that a PlayStation nope. only? A PlayStation, PlayStation only for sure. For a minimum of two years, was it? Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, it's and, and, you know, Violent Hill 2 like, next year. King Bill, good shot. I mean, out. Resident Evil 4 remake. Resident Evil 4 remake. remake. Oh my God. So yeah. many. Silk so Song. Many. Yeah, Silk and it's right. If Ooh, Hollow Knight yeah. Silk Song, I mean, yeah. Um, 2023 is going to be nuts, guys. It's going to be a stacked year, as they say. Can't wait. Well, listen, Luke's about to 
hit the coffin. So we gotta <laughs> well, actually no, this is your daytime. So you really gotta you got you got things to do. You gotta run your errands. Yeah, he's yeah. gotta get his errands done. Yeah. So let, let's let's say goodbye to everybody, Luke. Oh, uh, uh real quick, Alex says forespoken is the two years, FF sixteen is six months. Right, but like six months though, I think it's like Sony time. Sony time. So like it's the same <laughs> with like Final Fantasy Seven. Remember when that was like console exclusive for six months? It it's coming to PC after for one year. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. it was. But uh, stupid. Yeah. We'll see. Sorry, Luke, go for it. Let's get on out of here, bud. We good? Yeah. By the way. Well, God, Sorry, Luke. I, I know, I know. I didn't mean to, but Starfield releasing by 2023, no, is winning the poll by one vote right now, or two votes. Uh, one vote. Yeah. Oof. So, interesting. Well, Luke, are you uh, going to go or what? Jesus yeah. Christ. Come on. Uh, thank you to everybody that has watched this episode. Oh, I got one last thing. Any <laughs> other episodes of Cast Co-op. We appreciate you guys joining us on our journey in 2022 and we hope to bring you more laughs in 2023 we are the second best game or gaming podcast on season gaming uh not by much just to be real clear <laughs> pretty close pretty darn obviously close. we have better takes i can say that we do have better takes hogan travis argue every sunday show um <laughs> but yeah no i really gonna... appreciate you think they're gonna kiss on like the final episode? <laughs> yeah, 100%. it's leading up to it. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, in fact, I heard Travis's Guys, first child. Guys, that's a plot twist in named... season two. Stop spoiling it. Oh, oh sorry. 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 Travis's first child is named uh, Hogue Law. No <laughs> way. Weird. Business law firm is the middle name. Yeah, yeah. Hogue <laughs> Law. Thai guy, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's maybe. hyphenated. Yeah, yeah. whatever. whatever. Oh, I didn't know boy. it was a girl. <laughs> uh thank you guys for joining us on this journey you can find me on all the socials i am trying to grow on instagram because twitter is a dumpster fire so i will ask and beg anybody to go follow me over on hive and instagram at insipid ghost as i kind of rebuild an audience from scratch there uh you can find my content uh on youtube and all podcast services at uh the xbox expansion pass so there you go mr ainsley bowden yeah, thank you, everyone. Uh, Chat, you've been great tonight, man. Thanks for hanging out with us on a random Tuesday. Uh, we're going to try, attempt to be more consistent next year. Uh, with When we do these shows, we know we're kind of all over a place. There's a lot that went on this year that was kind of strange for, for all of us. So, um, But yeah, we really enjoy these. I love chatting with these two guys. As we said, if you, if you are a seasoned gaming regular or you came over here this year, because we've grown a lot. And so thank you to any new listeners here at Season Gaming. But absolutely check these guys' channels out as well. As I said, you can find their links uh, in the description below um, if you like Xbox and PlayStation shows that don't have the, the BS you get from some of the shows out there. Absolutely check them out. And uh, yeah, if you're not already watching Big Cast, uh, hang out with the rest of Season Gaming. Um, but thank you. That's it, man. Uh, celebrate uh 2022 i hope everyone has a happy holiday whatever you celebrate family loved ones um i hope it's wonderful and uh yeah happy new year to you guys we'll see you in 2023 and of course you can find me over at mr bad bit you can find my show the trophy room a playstation podcast over at ps trophy room on twitter and remember everybody democracy dies in the darkness do not let elden ring lose make sure you head on over to ps trophy room or the link in the chat right now and vote for elden ring it's all you have to do you don't have to vote for every single category just the ones where elden ring is you press submit and you can vote multiple times I'm not saying do I, do I need to do i need to get a bot over there 
Do we need yes, to get shots sure. going? Yeah, a couple of them. Send some of Elon's best. Uh, you can find <laughs> the trophy wherever you find your podcast service of choice, whether that is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the video version over on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And uh, yeah, with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, uh, I love you. Uh, I hope you have a. I hope you eat a lot. A lot. He forgot <laughs> well, the outro. He forgot no, how to do it. No, shut up. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys eat a lot. Of, I, I hope you guys eat a lot of turkey and you, you spend some time with your uncles. But like not the racist one. Maybe you tell him to shut his goddamn hole. Uh, and then you have a happy you have a happy new year. And maybe you smooch that little spe- special someone. You kind of go and and keep keep cat and keep cat. Oh, that was a real one. <laughs> keep 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 casting that co-op.